When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, just want to let you know this is a clip from my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash crimson60620. Check it out. If you want to see some of my other videos, if you want to see some of my art as I'm doing it, or if you want to actually just get more of me, thank you. So guys, 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 guys. You know, I am, I want to actually bring this up, okay? So, we we know, like, we know that we have issues. We know that we have fucking issues, and I am not one that's normally just I'm not one that normally just, like, I guess it's, like, talk shit about religion. I'm not. Because I I do feel that it actually has a place in some people's lives. It's one of those things where it's a tool. It's, it is literally a tool. It can be a tool for good or it can be a tool for ill. It is a tool. And those of us who are non-religious, not um, non-believers, we can't just out and out just dismiss the shit. We, we just can't because there are people who need that structure in their lives and it's not always a bad thing that that structure is in their life because some people are just more authoritarian. They need that whole thing of, like, I need to be told what to do. And that's the only way I can feel that I need constraints in my life. And that's not to say that, you know, they we can't more readily socialize people to believe that shit. Um, and it's just one of those things. This is why I would never actually just shit on people who are religious. Now, if you try to convert me or you try to use your 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 religion as a way of like shitting on me or condemning me, then we bring out the fights because it's not about the religion, then it's your perceived perception. And it's actually a real good way. It's a real good way of using religion. As sort of a weapon, but again, more of a tool. This is that way. Now, as you guys know, that we've been having this fight for 15, and it looks as if, like, this is a couple videos, this is a couple days old. And Reverend William Barber was 
gave an address at the inauguration. And he's also been somebody where I believe he works with the NAACP. He's also been somebody who's taken up the flag of Dr. King and not just advocated for racial justice, but economic justice. And this is a part of the sermon that he really, um, that was released online. So let's, let's, let's hear some of this and yep, we're all set. Let's go. When they get in office too scared to run on what they said they were going to do, worried more about some kind of false notion of compromise. Don't you remember the three-fifths compromise kept us in trouble for 250 years and we still haven't gotten over it. So, this is actually, like, one of the things, and let me just speed this down back to normal. Um, this is one of the, the, the fucked up things, like, first of all, The Senate is an inherently racist motherfucking body. It is. It was it was literally created to keep southern states to, for their power to be to to, to so then them keep some sort of power. And quite frankly, fuck the Senate especially with the issues that we have with the filibuster. Fuck the Senate. But let's go. Let's go. And the social life of America, my God, is past time for a move to Capernaum. It's time for a change. When I see D.C. senators who are multimillionaires, who we pay hundreds of thousands of dollars apiece and give health care to them free and, and, and they don't, they just because they got elected and who swear to establish justice and promote the general welfare. And when I see them stand on the floor of a Senate and say poor and low wage people don't need a raise, essential workers don't need it, and if they do need it, they only need a small one in light of the fact that more than 140 million people poor and low wealth even before before this pandemic in life. So, okay, so let's just address that. Before the pandemic, 140 million people lived in poverty or close to it. The fact that we have senators which we allow to fucking serve us as a fucking public. We allow them through our votes. We allow them to draw a salary. I believe the Senate salary is $235,000 um, a year. We allow this from them. We allow them to get free health care. This is the shit that we allow them by proxy of us voting them into office. For the fact that they tell us that we don't need a raise to the minimum wage. Yeah. Think about that. Because here's the thing. Your public official, they're not your rulers. They're your fucking employees. 
that you allow to work for you. But let's continue. Either the fact that we had 8 to 11 million people who were homeless before this pandemic, we had 14 million people who couldn't afford water before this pandemic. Did you know we have more unused homes than homeless people in the, in the, in the country? Like literally. We live in a time where water is a fucking is a fucking commodity. And this was before the pandemic. But yeah. Yeah. But people don't need a raise to the minimum wage. We've had 8 million people since March, between March and November, who fell below the poverty line in this pandemic. We had 20 million people collecting unemployment in January of this year in the midst of the, of, of the pandemic. And when I see them hide behind rules like a filibuster that was, what was, that was first used after the Civil War to block changes to move this country further forward and has been used by the likes of Strom Thurmond and, 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 and has been used to block women's rights and labor rights. Or I see them hiding hiding behind a reconciliation rule and a parliamentarian rule that are not even in the Constitution. Not one of them swore to uphold a parliamentarian's rule. So that's another thing. These fuckers literally listen to a Senate staffer. Not an elected staffer. Not somebody that actually holds sway. But a Senate staffer with an opinion, an opinion, never mind what they fucking ran on, never mind the, the plea to actually fight for the $15 minimum wage, never mind that shit. It was, well, the parliamentarian said this, well, the parliamentarian said that. Hmm. No. No. The fact of the matter is the Democrats dropped the fucking ball. Now, I'm not going to go for Jimmy Dore because fuck that because the Republicans are no better. The Republicans are actually worse. They, they want to get rid of the minimum wage. So fuck that. Like, no. Fuck that. But the fact is they drop the ball, especially when they do performative shit, like bring a cake to vote no against the minimum wage, as if they think they're some fucking Marie Antoinette, and do a little curtsy like they're fucking Alicia, Alicia Silverstone off of fucking um, Clueless. But let's continue. Not one of them swore. The president didn't swear to do it. The, the senators didn't swear to do it. And even when I see the president, I love him, preach his inaugural sermon from this very pulpit. But when I see him say he's going to listen to the parliamentarian rather than listen to the people, the poor people, the low-wage people who have kept this country alive, who have been the 
first to have to go to work and the first to get affected and the first to get sick and the first to go to the hospital and the first to die. And when I see the vice president, yes, he's my sister, but I know she can overrule the parliamentarian and she can force the senators to vote. But then people are saying, no, don't do that. I want to say, Sister Harris, you like Esther, you were born for such a time as this. And when we know that trillions have been given to the wealthiest, 1.2 trillion didn't even go through the Congress. They just found a way to say, here, you can have an extra trillion and a half dollar. And so, and this is the fucked up part about it. They complain that the stimulants, oh, it's spending too much money, but they give handouts to fucking corporations. Like, for real? Fucking for real? Like, why? Like, I'm gonna do the Jackie Chan meme. Like, what? Like, fuck. It's okay to fucking give corporations money out of nowhere, but you want to nickel and dime the American public. And yes, I stole that line from somebody. I'm not going to lie. I'm tired of this Reaganomics bullshit that you give money to corporations. and Like, it's this whole sense of like, well, corporations know what to do with the money. And yes, this is partially because, let's face it, Joe Biden was came up politically in the era of Reagan. He ironically was the one who pushed Reagan to the right on the drug war. But you would think after fucking 24 years, not 24, eight, eight, tw- um, 20 years of failed economic give money to the rich and cut social services from the last three presidents. One administration where Joe Biden was the vice president and saw that the tarp was too small. You would think, you would think that you were like, okay, maybe we should give people more money. The fact is Joe Biden actually was part of the administration which saw a dramatic increase of loss of home ownership. And no, he wasn't the direct cause of it. No, I'm not saying that. But you saw the results where banks start taking people home and actually you start sorry, seeing more people have to rent out homes with an increasingly amount. But let's continue. Billionaires have made nearly a trillion dollars in the midst of this pandemic. And when I see people who are dying from poverty and people poor and low wealth workers and and are the last to get any help, but the first to suffer. And for over nine years, we haven't raised the minimum wage. It was $7.25 now, $2.13 for tip workers. And these politicians want to hold poor and low wealth people captive in poverty and play games. Republicans want to block many because many have never seen a wage hike they like. And Democrats run on one thing and then when they get in office too scared to run on what they said they were going to do. Worried more about some kind of false notion of compromise. Don't you remember the three-fifths compromise kept us in trouble for 250 years and we still haven't gotten over So... This is the shit that kind of like, it, it boils my blood. It boils my blood. And 
The fact is, tip work, workers get even less than the fucking minimum wage. And I've heard it before. Oh, they're tip workers. They can make this and that money. What happens is, if you don't make that money, and your employee makes up what it should be, your employer would actually try to fire you if you don't make the tips, even if it's a slow fucking day. Like, this whole notion, this whole fucking notion that, well, all you could do is just work hard and you'd be better. Motherfucker, I don't even make, I, I don't even make the minimum wage. I work fucking 40 to 50 hours a week sometimes. And I'm still having a problem with struggling. And I'm not out here spending my money. But you to tell people who are living at the federal minimum wage that their problems are just them. Or worse yet, that if we raise the minimum wage, cost is going up. You know what motherfucker cost has been going up without the minimum wage being raised? And the fact is, not only, not only did Joe Biden go back on the $2,000, well, 600 plus 14, but the fact is, you're means testing this shit. You're like, and, and the fucked up part about it is, I get it, I fucking get it. I, I, oh God, I hate this dichotomy that a lot of people would want to fucking do. But the Republicans don't even want to give you that. That it was fuck. There were no Republican votes to help give stimulus to the American people. None of them. None of them. So yeah, those motherfuckers are not safe from my motherfucking ire either. You know what they want to do? They want to open back up schools. You want to know why they want to open back up schools? So. The fucking serfs can get back to the mines. The reason why they want to raise minimum wage? Because you need to be desperate enough to stay in a fucking crappy ass job in order to motherfucking make profit for their donors. The reason why they, like, literally, literally, you know it's not a tax thing that we don't have Medicare for all, right? It's not a tax thing. It's a, employers will lose some of their leverage thing. That's exactly what it is. Employers will lose some of their le their leverage because Medicare for all saves us money. Even with the worst predictions, it saves money. But these motherfuckers want to keep a boot on your neck. Republicans want to keep a boot on your neck and Democratic donors want to keep a boot on your neck because that's the only way they can coerce you to have a job. The only way. Like, goddamn, but fuck, let, let's continue the video. You change. When a 15 minimum wage would lift 45% of black workers out of poverty, 62 million people could ultimately be impacted. We need to move. We need to move from 
here to where God wants us to be. All right, so. This is the reason why. And like, yes, like I said, this is like individuals like Reverend Barber, Cornell West. When they speak towards economic justice, not just racial justice, but economic justice, social justice, this is like if we had Christians in the world, I wouldn't have an issue with so many other uh, so many other Christians. I'm not saying I would believe I wouldn't, but if we had this, if we had this. It is a time, now is a time for everybody to step up for fucking economic justice, social justice. It is a time for that shit. Why do we, why do we have to sit back and beg for crumbs while motherfuckers who are multi-millionaires, Joe Manchin voted against the fucking minimum wage increase. Do you know that he owns hotels that he pays people just barely above the West Virginia minimum wage. Just barely above it. And we wonder why. Why he would vote against it. Why would he vote against a $15 minimum wage? Because he has fucking employees that he needs to fucking pay. And he feels that, no, I don't want to pay that. Not to mention his donors. Get money out of fucking politics. So these multi-millionaires can't fucking, can't fucking win this shit. Let's get money out of politics. Let's open it up so it's not just businessmen and businesswomen that can run for, politic for politics. Let's get that $15 minimum wage. And I guess it's time to start bullying Biden from the left. Because I'm tired of this shit. I am literally tired of this shit. But anyway, guys, anyway, guys, if you like this video, please like and subscribe, share the video. And, um, yeah. Bye for 15.